For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Police officers of Reddit, what's the creepiest disappearance case you've ever been assigned to? I'm late to the party, but I'll answer. We get a call from a husband that his wife and mother-in-law have been missing for three days. Their two small children are with dad and he claimed he didn't know what happened. The husband had massive history of domestic violence with his first wife, and we were pretty concerned for the well-being of his wife and mother-in-law, especially since they vanished without packing and didn't take the kids. I show up at the house, and the husband gives me the creeps. Just a really freaking weird vibe and every single hair on my body is standing up. I feel nothing but dread as I listen to him tell me that he has no idea where they went and couldn't explain why he waited 3 days to call police, especially with two small kids at home. We couldn't find any trace of evidence and I was really perplexed. Found out later that the wife and her mom went across the US border to go shopping and they both got arrested for shoplifting and were spending a week in jail while waiting for trial. Since they were Canadians and a flight risk, it was hilariously awkward breaking the truth to him. But a huge relief. This didn't go the way I expected. Sounds like a Brooklyn 99 material. Not a police officer but my granddad was. He was a part of the police force in the 60s till the early 80s. Sometime during the 70s he was assigned to a missing persons case that had been ongoing for a while and had actually been reassigned due to the lack of new evidence. Him and his partner spent months on the case fighting for it to stay open. One day they went and searched the missing persons home again. It caused a lot of uproar with the family as they hadn't really moved his things or been into his home since the case had gone quiet. Anyway they got permission almost a month after asking and found a handwritten recept for a car in his bathroom bin. God knows why his bins weren't searched before unless it was just missed. They managed to track down the guy who sold him the car. He said that the missing person had mentioned that he was going to store his car in a garage till he had the money to insure it. He even gave them the name of the town he said the garages were in. They went to the town and got search warrants for every single rentable garage. Even though they had no evidence he had ever rented one. After a couple of days they found the car with the guy inside it. Apparently, his body was almost mummified because of the lack of sun, air and moisture. I can't imagine what the smell was like. But they think he accidentally killed himself while trying to do some work on the car. He would have had the garage door closed because his car wasn't insured. He didn't want anyone to see the car and steal it. It was stored in a rough neighborhood where the garages were cheap to rent. He also paid cash in hand so he never had any receipts. So yeah he died of carbon monoxide poisoning. It's painless and basically you just fall asleep and then you die. He wouldn't have realized until it was too late.
The guy was missing for 5 months and he seemed to just disappear for no known reason. My granddad told me this when I was a kid and it really scared me that people can so easily just go missing or die and nobody knows where they are. Still kinda freaks me out. In the town I grew up in UK a woman in her 30s, her 3 kids, and their car all went missing. Her husband was known for being a bit of a lad and the immediate presumption was she'd had enough and left him, but her parents hadn't heard from her. Her bank account wasn't used DTC but it was nearly a week before anybody seemed to get really worried about it. She'd picked the kids up from school and then never went home even though it was only a 10 minute journey. Eventually one of the 10 year old son's friends mentioned that he was planning on trying to get his mum to go and get them a McFlurry. The nearest McDonald's was a town away. They eventually realized that instead of going straight home, she'd agreed to drive to the McDonald's and gone the back way, part of which is along what we call the 40 foot, basically a massive dike. Found them all still strapped into the car at the bottom. Husband was engaged again and his fiancée pregnant within a year. My grandfather was a sheriff on the west coast in the 70s. I don't know a lot of details because he never talked about it. But I know he was part of a team who recovered multiple sets of remains that turned out to be Ted Bundy victims. Apparently it was the most graphic thing he's ever seen. My grandfather was a policeman and a fireman at different points in his life. His spooky disappearance story actually came from his time as a fireman. He hasn't told me the story in a long while so I'm a little fuzzy in the details. But here goes. His team gets called to a house fire in a small village, rural England. It's late at night. The fire is reported by a local who is walking home. Several other bystanders have arrived by the time the fire engine gets there. And there are multiple reports of screams for help from inside the building. They start to douse the fire and three of the responders, including my granddad, enter the building via the back door to attempt to rescue the people trapped inside. The thing is, they don't find a soul. Nobody is there. They clear the whole place out, stop the fire, effectively make the building safe. Later on, it's confirmed that the fire started in the kitchen, likely the hob, where food was midway through being prepared. As far as anyone knew, the couple who lived there had been at home. Relatives had no idea where they might have gone that night. My granddad and his colleagues have a funny feeling, so they get local police properly involved. Crime scene investigation uncover blood on the floor in one room, but any other evidence was destroyed in the fire. They can't confirm who the blood belongs to, it apparently didn't match the blood types of the two vanished residents. The fire department are very suspicious at this point and apparently the police want to drop the investigation in favor of a manhunt for the missing people. But they end up expanding the investigation radius and find that apparently an unidentified van was parked outside the house that left just before the fire was reported. The investigation goes dead, but over a year later they find the burned remains of the man who lived there in a grave in the woods several towns away. They never found the woman so it was suspected that she killed him and burned down the house to conceal it. They never figured out where the screams from inside the building were coming from, though. Not a cop but had a pretty fricked up disappearance happen about a mile away from where I live. A girl went missing. She was 12. The whole town. State police. And I believe possibly the FBI all got involved. Search parties in the woods and through the streets for about 2 or 3 days. Turns out she had gone over to these kids house that she knew from school to have them fix her bike. Turns out the kids, brothers one 15 and the other 17, planned on stealing it. Well, 
She put up a struggle and the one brother wound up strangling her in his basement. She was found a few days after she went missing. They stuffed her body in a trash can on trash night. Not a cop, but I did my undergrad at a college in Vermont. In the winter we would quite literally be snowed under. Over Christmas break, a sophomore went missing. He wasn't a close friend, but we had couple of classes together. It was a small liberal arts college in a small town, so everyone in the community was pretty freaked out. His phone and wallet were left in his room, so the theory was that he's been abducted, and maybe even killed. Campus got real scary for a few months. There was police everywhere, helicopters overhead, students marching through the snow and lines looking for a body. Finally when the snow and ice thawed they found his body in the creek. Police surmise he entered the water from the bridge in town, but no one knows if he jumped or was pushed. This one still haunts me. Similar story from my growing up in Russia, sort of big town had a university nearby as well. It seemed like every few years some kid got too drunk and stepped outside when it was too cold and died, often without much of their clothing. Dealt several times with a young mother who would always go missing for a few days and leave her child with relatives. Several missing persons reports over time. Turns out she was shacking up with her PCP dealing boyfriend in a nearby city. One day the lady walks in and says her daughter was kidnapped. I do some work and find the aunt took the child because mom is just a terrible person. State did not want to get involved so we have to give the kid back. I turn to my partner and tell him mom will definitely be dead within a few months. Probably turn up in a ditch or dumped in the river where she goes to visit her dealer boyfriend. Fast forward 3 months and I turn on the news to see a story of a woman found dumped in the river. It was mom. She was stabbed to death by her boyfriend and dumped in the river. That one creeped me out a bit. So how do you enjoy being a psychic? College blotter. Upset student activated emergency pillars and talked officer on speaker. Said she was being chased by unknown people. No one at the scene when officers responded. My uncle went missing about 25 years ago in New Jersey. My dad has been so sad about it ever since and this was before I was born. He had a history or mental illness, but the weird part is he has never been found. We don't know if he changed identities or got killed or went off his meds and went homeless. But it's been over two decades and it still puzzled me to this day what happened to him. My dad even got Howard Stern one day to say live on air Kevin Costello. If you're out there and listening to this. Your brother is looking for you. I remember being a kid and listening to it on the radio. He just disappeared without a trace. It's so odd. My dad went through some of his belongings and has a trunk of some of his old stuff still in storage. I'm really sorry. That's awful. I hope one day your dad and the rest of your family get some answers. Brandon Lawson. He ran out of gas on the highway in the middle of the night and called his brother to come help him. Shortly after he called 911 and reported that someone had chased him into the woods and that he needed police. Eventually his brother and one police officer arrive at the scene and find his truck abandoned but no sign of Brandon. Brandon calls his brother and says he's bleeding and is 10 minutes away from his truck. That was the last anyone ever heard from him and searches of the area turned up empty. Imagine running out of gas at like 3am and someone pulls over with the intentions of killing you. I can't even imagine what I'd be thinking. Not me personally but other offices on my department. 70 year old female with dementia would often leave her home and go for walks around her property. One day, she never came home and it should be noted that we live on an island 30 miles out from the rest of the United States. 
State Police, K-9S, our entire department, news helicopters, Coast Guard helicopters and boats, Marine Division, all searched land and ocean for this women. We reviewed security footage at the airport and steamship ferry to see if she boarded either to leave island, but she didn't. She was never found and to this day, we don't know what happened. Two theories have arrived though. She walked right into the ocean and somehow her body disappeared and you washed up or two. She walked into to the construction site of a sewer plant and fell into a tank full of waste just before the tank was permanently covered. The one where a man left his fiancé a detailed financial instruction sheet, including the cancellation code for their Netflix subscription, with the following line at the bottom. They found the kiddie stuff again. Man you can't do me like this. I'm not a cop, but when I was in high school a kid in my class went out fishing with his dad one weekend in the bay. They never came back. Searches went on but nothing. Never found any bodies. They found the boat a few weeks later empty of course. It's been 8 years and nothing has ever been found. It's assumed they fell overboard maybe in some rough weather and drowned. They were both avid fishers and could swim. Weird that no bodies were ever found or washed up. It's especially odd since over 90% of bodies resulting from water related deaths, drownings, high falls into water, etc. are recovered. Late to the party, but here goes. Responded to missing person report. Husband was the caller reporting his wife was missing. Wife had debilitating condition and was bedridden for several months. Husband said he went to dinner across town and discovered wife was gone upon returning home. No sign of her in the house or in the area. No kids were living at home. Search and rescue came out and spent all night searching the area with no luck. Sent dogs didn't even find anything. The whole time I'm imagining we're going to be discussing this case sometime in the future on forensic files. It was an eerie feeling to be sitting with a man and talking to him while thinking he may have just killed his wife but having to treat him like he was a concerned husband. Fast forward to the next day and a neighbor found her about a block and a half away tucked down behind their bushes in their yard. No foul play. Turns out something just happened and wandered away, but lost energy and collapsed in that yard. Sadly, she reported seeing the glow sticks on the scent dog collars walking nearby on the road. But nobody or none of the dogs came close enough in the yard to find her until that neighbor came out that next morning. AWW, that poor scared woman. I'm not a cop, but in my hometown near Savannah, Gar just a month or two ago a 14 year old girl was missing for two weeks before it was reported. One of the neighbors was concerned that she hadn't seen the girl in so long and after a while the police figured it was the father and stepmother. They brought out the dogs and found a grave just off the property where the girl had been buried and they ended up finding her brother too who had also been murdered by their father two years prior at the age of 14 who he said had moved out of state to live with their mother. Nobody ever questioned his disappearance but the father and stepmother had apparently been abusive their whole lives and pretty much kept them locked up. I lived in Richmond Hill up until a year ago. My wife saw this when a friend posted it on Facebook. It's really heart-wrenching. From what I've been told, it's also getting people in Atlanta talking about potential homeschool reforms so that homeschool children can't just disappear like that. Don't know if anything's going to come from it though. I'm glad now that I installed security cameras on the outside of my house. It seems so many of these stories have no witnesses and having footage of anything that might help could be valuable. Yeah, I was looking into getting a ring doorbell system, 
anyway, and the thread is sealing the deal. Years ago, a girl 10-12 year went missing in AZ. It was so mainstream that 1 out of 10 cars had some signage and almost all business did. Years after the disappearance a man in prison lets a CEO know he had some information. Guy is an enforcer, causes pain or death when you do not pay, he wants to trade. The deal, you tell us everything, bad acts and all and we will trade those for your information. This guy has to admit to several murders he committed but was never implicated with. He knew where her body was. They take him out wearing protective gear and find the spot. To no avail it appears the body was moved. He also let them know that dad has a large drug debt and he sold his daughter for a snuff film to repay it. I'm a correction sergeant for a small county in rural Alabama. About two years ago, I had just become a supervisor. I was assigned to Delta Shift, which at that point was considered a crap shift. I was brand new and given the task of whipping this bunch of turds into shape. I was barely one month in the driver's seat, when one of my most trusted inmates just goes ape crap. It was in mid-February when this occurred, relatively cold and very crappy. The inmate involved had been in and out of the facility for most of his life. Papa nearly more clout in the jail than I did. The man was the most trusted inmate we've ever had and was even assigned to work alongside the maintenance officer with limited supervision. Until the night that he ate nearly 2 ounces of M and proceeded to freak the frick out. Papa asked to be let out to fix a toilet in booking. The control officer let him out and then let him roam up to the booking foyer. Here, we entirely lost track of him. The detention center spent the next 9 hours on lockdown thanks to this. When my officers finally found him, he had gotten into the ceiling access with a stolen key. Papa had watched us from the master monitor in the server room the entire time. Every time someone would look in the server room, he would hide inside the cabinets. If we got too far from finding him, he would scream at the top of his lungs until we turned around. All from the ceiling across the entire jail. Creepiest experience of my life. I've seen some crap through the infantry in this job. Nothing beats that one. Not even doing CPR on a suicide. Crap was bone chilling. TLDR. Karakrian's officers searched for a highly unstable and intoxicated inmate for the better part of a night. Sometimes being less than a few feet from them. Not a cop. But back in my home state there was a little girl that went missing on her way to school. It was huge news because the family was cleared pretty quickly. Like a week or so later they find part of her body in a field. Then this 19yo guy's mother notices a smell in his room. Finds the rest of the little girl. And calls and has him turn himself in. This case always stuck with me. What the frick. Most of the missing 411 stuff is pretty freaky. Some of it explainable but a lot of it just doesn't add up. Things like 2 year old kids walking up and down multiple mountain ranges in a couple hours and found dead without a scratch on them. Not a cop. My friend's dad had died from a diabetic coma. So his mom started dating again. She met this dude who was a mehead and she got into the drugs with him. One night while I was at my friend's house she was out. She called him and said that the guy and his friends were trying to redirect the spirit of Stevie Ray Vaughan and she freaked out and drove off. She didn't know where she was but wanted him to know that if something happened to her or was the guy she was dating. While a day or so later after she had not come home the police found her truck with all her stuff strewn about in a field. No one could find her. 
I think 6 or so months later a hunter about 100 yards or so in some woods found a jawbone and DNA proved it was here. The authorities think that she had a psychotic episode because of the M freaked out ran into the woods and fell and died and was taken by animals. Very traumatic. My stepdad worked a case. My dad and my little brother lived in an apartment down the street from this 12 year old girl who went missing. She was walking home at night and was abducted on her way. It was about 3 weeks until they found her but the guy let the officers in and right there in middle of the living room floor was her mangled remains. She had been cut up into pieces. Very late to this party but whatever. Growing up in BC we hear our fair share of missing persons cases. Hikers never to be seen again. The highway of tears. Human trafficking etc. I find the ones that stick with me the most are ones that were solved relatively quickly and don't have to do with any of those. The one that is the most horrifying to me happened when I was in high school. A girl around 17 years old was reported missing after not showing up to school for a couple days. It wasn't unusual for her to miss school, as she suffered from crippling migraines but it was unusual for them not to be excused. There was a welfare check after no answer from her parents and when police showed up they found what has been one of the nastiest crimes in my town since my parents were kids. Apparently the girl's parents were having relationship problems due to the girl's health issues and inability to live a normal life. Her mom suffered from some mental health issues over it. Turns out the father cracked and decided to put the family out of their misery. He shot the girl into her mother dead. Posted about it on Facebook and then shot himself as well. No idea why no one picked up the FB post right away. Really sad for my town when that news came out, as the girl was a beloved member of the community and tremendously talented. Not a cop, but I grew up in PHXS and Mikhail Biggs was kidnapped in Mesa as in about 98. I remember vividly the day she disappeared and all the news reports and posters and billboards. It was like the moment your view of the world changed. She was in front of her house on her bike with her little sister waiting for their dad to get home when they heard the ice cream truck. She sent her little sister in for money and by the time she came back out Mikkel was gone. Bike laying on the ground back tire still spinning. Little sister runs inside to tell mom about the time the dad drove up. She was away from Mikkel for less than a minute. She's never been found. Presumed dead now and they think it was a neighbor but nothing was ever found out. I know live and work in that same city Mikkel disappeared from and it's just weird. And what's bugged me about it even more in recent years. I work for our district. I've passed her home. I've driven through that neighborhood hundreds of times. I know police officers that worked her case. I know office personnel who were at the school she attended at the same time. Two years ago in a school not far from her home another of our district students disappeared on her way home. She was found a few days later thankfully. Not a cop, but I watched this case unfold near me. Zara Baker and her dad were originally from Australia, but after she got sick, I believe it was a form of cancer, they moved to get better care. It was just the two of them for a while. Then her dad remarried all the while Zara's kicking cancer's butt. She suffers hearing loss and other issues, but she's going strong. The community adores this girl and tries to help her family as best as they can. Then she goes missing. It's shocking and horrible. This girl can barely do anything herself and she's gone missing. It takes the media by storm. Relatively small town so everyone cares. This area is surrounded by woods so search parties branch out everywhere. Not much is told about Zara's family at first. No one cares about speculation when a girl like her is missing. 
And then all at once these horrible details are released by the police. Zara was locked in a room. The attic I think. I remember commentary about how hot that can get and everyone being disgusted by it. The abuse at the hands of her stepmother. The stepmother is arrested quickly and the investigation wraps up fast. The find Zara about a month or two later, and the entire community mourned her for years. She's still brought up in the news occasionally. She was about the same age as me when it happened and I remember my mom not letting me play in the woods because we didn't know what was happening. If anyone can get hold of the series reported missing that was on the BBC last year then I would highly recommend it. There was a case where a dad reported his 5 year old son missing and the ending was unbelievable. But series 2 episode 1 for anyone who wants to have a look. Too lazy to look. Please spoil the episode for me. In my town. There was a very sad case of a boy who had developmental disabilities. He had been playing hide and seek with neighborhood friends and family. After a while the other kids stopped the game and all went home thinking their friend had gotten bored and went home too. An amber alert was created and they searched everywhere. About 3 days later they found him dead stuck in a chimney. He apparently climbed into hide during the hide and seek game and suffocated. Not a cop but the disappearance of Lauren Spira is still unsolved and creepy to me. Lauren was drinking with several friends. Her boyfriend, Jesse Welf, said he did not go out with Lauren or her friends that evening. He said he was texting back and forth with Spira before he went to bed. According to witnesses she was very intoxicated. There isn't much of a timeline of her disappearance other than some video surveillance and her friends stories about that night. This took place in a college town, Bloomington in and is still unsolved some people think it was a sex trafficking thing others think she od'd and her friends got rid of her and covered it up if you google her name more on the case will pop up not a cop but a mechanic 10 15 years back i fixed up a truck and put it up for sale it was september not long after a guy comes by test drives the vehicle and decides to buy he comes back the next day with a certified check wants to drive it home right away without plates. In my area, you have to change the ownership, get a mechanical fitness, pay the tax, get new plates and insurance on the vehicle before you can drive it home. The buyer told me he had just moved a ways down the highway. He was living in a trailer on a large, remote plot of land he just bought and wanted to turn into a trailer campground some 200 kilometers, 124 miles, south of us. I convinced him to transfer the vehicle properly before driving away in the truck. It was none of my business if he did or not, but I knew if he was caught it wouldn't be worth the legal problems. I told him to take his time. The truck was safe parked here. He had the all keys and the ownership. It's not completely uncommon for people to leave their vehicle with us for an extended period of time. But when he left, that was the last time I ever saw him. After a few months. I was wondering when this guy was going to get his truck, but I didn't have his number or address. I was paid in full, and it was no bother to let the truck sit on the lot. Early that December I get a call from the cops, apparently his family hadn't heard from the buyer in months. The cops noticed he had switched the ownership of this new truck around the time his family lost contact with him. So I tell them this story and inform them that the truck is still here waiting for him. The officer told me over the phone that this gave her a missing piece of the puzzle and that she could now enter his home. Pretty sure she was going to do that before she called me. I got word after that apparently the day the buyer switched the ownership on the truck, got him some new plates, 
he went home and had some sort of medical emergency and died alone in his trailer. Apparently, he was found on the floor just inside the door, which was locked from the inside. He didn't make it 5 steps inside, and his body was out of view of anyone peering in his window to see if anyone was home. The officer had been to his trailer a few times before and didn't see him. The family called later to arrange to have his truck towed to them in another city. Every time someone leaves their vehicle, we get a number for them and an eat of when they are picking up. When they ask why, we tell them this story. Not a cop but, in my hometown a man went missing. The whole community went looking for him in local forest and searched everywhere for two weeks. Until we had a torrential rainstorm, the local pharmacist noticed a leak in his store's attic and goes up to check. He found the man half rotten hanging from a hole in the roof. Turns out he was a junkie and tried to steal some meds but, his hood got caught when he jumped down and hung himself by accident. Not a policeman by any means but check out the case of Joyce Vincent. Missing. Dead. For 3 years before anyone found her. One I worked on many moons ago. A Northwestern University medical student goes missing from her dorm. Everyone figures a boyfriend. A stockbroker. Did it but no body, no case. Times go by. Stockbroker skips town to Thailand or the Philippines. Yellow fever. Missing student was Asian. Anyway he runs out of money so I contacts her parents and says for 50 grand he will tell them where her body is. Parents agree. Get his whereabouts to send the money. But frick that. Mom and dad hire a private investigator from Texas, who has steel hooks for hands. Give him the 50k and say, go get him. So Ole Hooks flies to Thailand Philippines goes to the local cop shop, spends a bit more of money and explains the circumstances. Cops roll this guy up, beat the utter crap out of him and stick him on a non-stop toward. CPD are waiting at the gate. Good Ole Hooks. Not a cop but this happened locally in a small town where nothing really happens. A 5 or 6 year old girl went missing over the weekend but was found Monday in the forest after the uncle kidnapped, raped, and killed her. If you guys like reading about these types of cases, check out the Murder Monday podcast done by MN Pop Station 101.3 KDWB. I'm not a cop but my friend's dad was. A man had gone missing and they later found he had hung himself in the woods. It had only been an hour since the report and he was almost completely a skeleton because vultures were eating him. My partner and I were called to the apartment of a man whose girlfriend disappeared. Weirdly, he claimed he had this coffee table that made things disappear if they were left on it overnight. He theorized that his girlfriend must have fallen against it during the night and been disappeared by the table. Of course, I thought it was pure bull, but my partner says he has the same table, and thinks it may be true. We never did find out what happened to her. What? If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. for now for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.